This program is sponsored by Unidos US and Comcast. It's recorded in our studios located in Hollywood, Florida, USA. Hi everybody. Welcome to our podcast. My name is Raisa. Today in our podcast we will speak about LPRs and uh, welcome everybody. Here is Magali. Hi Magali. How are you today? Hi Raisa. Today in our podcast we will speak about LPRs, legal permanent residents living in the United States. Every applicant must have resided in the United States for at least five years as a legal permanent resident. Essentially, what immigration is looking for is uh, to work with people that had physical presence in the United States and they have this country as their home country for the past five years. But also, in addition, there is a detail in regards to the place where people live that you normally have to reside in the district of USCIS for the past three months. So in the N-400 application, USCIS will be asking every single applicant to describe the places where they have lived during the past five years. Yes, Magalia, this is not easy subject during interview for our applicants because they don't know really rules as a legal permanent residence uh, obligation as a legal permanent resident that they have to uh, report every time when they move from one address to other address and that is like mandatory but because they don't know they don't know they sometimes then do that and how important is that Magali? Well, you are touching a special situation with legal permanent residents when they move into the United States, they engage with the rules and with everything that CIS is just like requesting from everybody to accomplish and to be in compliance for what the law commands. So once a legal permanent resident become a legal permanent resident, they should follow all the rules. So Raisa, what happened is that um, we forgot those rules and we don't think rules are important for all of us. And that's the reason why a lot of times we failed to report on time after they move out of their places to the new houses. Yes, our mistakes sometimes because we don't know, but you must to know. And if you don't know, you must to ask. And you have to ask professionals. They will help you and they'll, they support you in this moment and this part of your application. I like uh, to work in this part when we complete uh, this uh part uh, number five of the N-400 application. I like to talk to our applicants about the physical presence and the mailing address. Sometimes our applications and people are not able to find or to receive uh, mail in their physical addresses. So they have the chance to send this mail to a preference address where they think and they trust that whatever correspondence from USCIS will arrive into those places. 
regardless of this point, Raisa, we have been working since 2018 with uh, USCIS uh, in their website that uh, they facilitated uh, since uh, the end of 2018, right? So my USCIS is a very solid platform from USCIS where you can extract all the information uploaded into the cloud from USCIS into your account, and then you can retrieve all this information regarding your mailing uh, that CIS is sending you to track the process of your naturalization. Yes, Magalia, this is other very important moment issue and application N-400 for our students. They have not even idea what difference between current physical address and current mailing address. They don't know why that is their question and what difference and why that's so important. And many, many questions about that. Because officer can ask what is your current physical address and what is your current mailing address. There are two points where you are like uh, trusting this M400 interview is super simple, is uh, is not complicated, is like a common sense. But in fact, there are so many words in English that put a totally different perspective when they ask you about the physical address and your mailing address. So that's a very valid question and very valid point, Raisa. When our students are going through the uh, uh, application and they start to think about current physical address versus mailing address, they don't understand what is the most or the most important difference between one or the other one. To tell you the truth, um, we have a very high percentage of people that don't have the physical address as their mailing address. So one of the questions that can be part of the interview is that, what is this mailing address about? So probably it's the house of my comadre, my compadre, anyone that uh, is very much close to me, my sister, my brother, my mother, my father, where I know I will receive this uh, mail, these notices from USCIS. Yes. Sometimes current physical address not safe. Mail what we are getting, but uh, mailing address we have to make sure 100% my letter from immigration USCIS will be saved, and I will find that letter when that letter arrived to my address mailing address. Sometimes current physical address and mailing current address is the same, but sometimes it's not the same. And that is Absolutely. difference. Absolutely. Take a look uh, of this part of the N-400 where they ask you, where have you lived during the past five years? We are counting here people with the five years of eligibility. And of course, if you are part of the three years eligibility, of course, CIS will be just asking you three years of your um housing, let's say that, the places where you have lived during the past three or five years. Therefore, CIS will confirm your current address during the interview. So you must be aware exactly where uh, do you live, knowing the numbers, uh, knowing every single one of the details about where you live, the city, the county, the state. How interesting is the zip code, Raisa? 
what happened in this part is that the CIS officer can ask you about the county. And so we had, in our experience, a very interesting challenge to our applicants when we, we ask them about the county they live, they normally don't know the difference between county and country. In our citizenship classes, when we are speaking about the local um, and a state system of government, therefore we are just giving back to all these uh, LPRs uh, a formal idea about this geographical distribution of the United States. And so when we speak about the county, so we have to be clear about the county where we live because it's just like uh, when we live in huge metropolitan areas, we have people that are applying and that is kind of obvious, but we have to remind every single person that is um, able to listen to our podcast is that we have so many places in the United States where people are living far away from the field offices of USCIS and therefore counties are 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 just uh, countless, Raisa, the number of counties composed by every single one of the um, uh, uh, in the states of the state of Florida, of the state of the United States. Magali, uh, you just mentioned three years of my current physical uh, address and five years physical address. That is my choice. I can choose to just put in my N400 application my uh, physical addresses when I was living during three years, or I just can choose my current physical addresses when I lived for five years. What difference? Well, remember that we spoke about the eligibility, Raisa, in, I think, in the very first podcast, we spoke about those applicants that had already five at least or more years as a legal permanent residence, and those that are uh, with the goal of filing for three years, if they're married to an American citizen, and, and they have been in America for the past three years, and this American citizen at least is three years as an American citizen. So there is a special rule that we work over the cases. But in the M400, the officer will ask, when did you move into your home, your houses, the physical places where you lived? And so you have to just disclose to the CIS officer where you live. Let's pretend that you passed and actually through the time um, of this uh, process to go to the interview, you decided just to move out of your houses. And then you find a place that probably is more convenient for your budget. And so you didn't report the address, as you said at the beginning here, that we don't do that. But then now you go to the interview, you need to report to USCIS more than ever if you move from your uh, present locations to another one after you file the application. You need to report to USCIS through the website of www.uscis.gov. And then to search the form AR11. And so you can online disclose to CIS your new address. And therefore, the mailing that is coming from the federal government will come to your house. So we are and we have to be clear about the dates where we move in and out of our places. Magali, sometimes our students, and thank you very much for that very clear explanation, Sometimes our students, they said, oh, there was a mistake. 
and maybe I I know my uh, N400 application will be fi uh, filled out by professionals uh, help and Hispanic unity. But what if I make some mistake in my address and my uh, uh, USCIS uh, department sending me letter and my address wrong? Maybe well, I didn't put county or there was no apartment. That can happen. That is very yes. It's very often that those kind of typo or mistakes happened in your application. But that's the reason why having a copy of the last version and the one that you submit to CIS should be part of your records. Not only because you have the record, but also because you need to study the content of this information since it's going to be confronted the day of the interview. So in other words, uh, if there is any mistake, you had the chance to go to the website that I just mentioned, uh, www.uscis.gov, and go to the form AR11. And just by uh, disclosing the address or the correction of the mistake, they will start to address your new mailing to the address that is the right one. But again, Raisa, at Hispanic Unity, we have been very proactive with the MyUSEIS. We do like and enjoy completing application online, applications online, uh, N400 applications for naturalization, and we have some other applications that we are using as well. And, and so when we have the online USCIS website, sometimes we feel a little bit uh, release from the stress of the mail that is not coming, is lost, somebody opened it, um, it was not on time, name it. So then when you open your account, then you will have the chance to download those notices. And so you don't need to wait until the mail arrived. We are living different times, right, Sana? especially during COVID times. We are just like getting used to more and more technology in our lives. Uh, we can prove that through our citizenship classes online. We have been very much like educating our community to access technology and not only to use uh, their cell phones to access our Zoom classes, but also to use and to understand how to get information from CIS. So in the case that we have mistakes in the application, those typos can be corrected. And even the day of the interview, because remember that we are describing the past five years of locations where we have lived. So then if we have one location that probably we missed the apartment number, so the day of the interview, we can still give these corrections to the officer and the officer will appreciate the disclosure from you. Other questions, Magali, it's very complicated questions. Students asking us, if during my five years residency here in the United States, I change like seven times my physical address, I move from place to place, I have to remember all that addresses. Yes, I know, I understand. They Students, they are understand. They have to put an application. But I have to remember that. I have to memorize that. That is important? Well, I think, I will say, Raisa, we have to keep the context where I've been living during the past five years. Because if I was living in Nevada, right, and then now I live in Florida, I need to know when I move 
from Nevada. Because if that is an activity that happened during the past five years, CIS can see that. And significantly, we have to be totally aware about the places where we live now. And in the perfect world, when we are in our interviews, the officer will be very, very interested about this recap, especially with people with high mobility. The question is, why were you living in some places? That is out of curiosity, also understanding if you had any kind of pendings after you move from one state to the other one. So, but you know, everything is revealed and that's why telling the truth is so important in this application. So even if I forgot to report an address and I was living in New York or I was in Connecticut, I will totally be able to disclose that the day of my interview and just to give the officer more details about where and when I was living in such as addresses that probably were pending to be revealed in the N-400 application. So to me, this part of the application is a little bit hard. People don't want to learn every single one of the addresses. And I understand because how numeric is the application, right? How many numbers are related to the N-400? So I will be based on the fact that I understand where I live now, but also knowing the context where I've been living. If I change from one county to the other one, able to disclose that information to the officer. Thank you very much, Magali. That is a lot of information and very important and a very clear explanation. Um, you know, Magali, during our class time, we have some questions about this part. Us, like officer, will ask our students during the interview. Of course, the first question about officer can ask you, where do you live? And many students understand this, or oh, Hollywood, or Pembroke Pines. If officer wants to know the city, officer will ask, what city do you live? Right. It's clear if officer asks you, what is your current home address? That is no problem. But again, officer can ask you, where do you live? And that is exactly the same information what is officer looking for. Correct. And, and not only that, Raisa, but the appreciation of disclosing the truth. And then if sometimes people are living in one address and moving to another one, we have to be very clear about our mobility and to disclose that mobility to the officer in case the officer wants to get a little bit more information about where you have lived in the past years. Okay, maybe time, Magali, to go to real world and we play a little interview about how during interview this part of your application officer will check. All right. I will be more than happy to be in the perfect world and to try my best to teach you what will be the best answer to the CIS officer during your interviews. Great. Okay, Magali, tell me, where do you live now? Um, I live at uh, 5811 Johnson Street, Hollywood, Florida, 33021. Okay, 5811 Johnson Street, that is your current physical address? Yes, it is my physical current address. Thank you. Tell me, when did you move under your current physical address? 
I moved into this place on November 2nd, 2002. Okay, that is a lot of time, long time, right? Long time ago, yes, Perfect. long time ago. That is house or apartment? It's a house. Okay, do you pay rent or mortgage? A mortgage. And who do you live with, Magali? I live with my husband and my two kids. Great. Okay, Magali, next question. Tell me what is your mailing address? Uh, it's the same address, officer. I receive everything into my current address. Okay, right would you repeat, please, your mailing address? 5811 Johnson Street, Hollywood, Florida, 33021. Perfect. Thank you. Well, this is an example of a very simple question about your current places. But let's go to what is just the real world. Okay? Okay. How are you, Magali? I am fine. Okay. Tell me, Magali, where do you live? Hollywood. Okay. I'm not asking your city. I'm asking oh. you current home address. Oh, oh, oh sorry, sorry. Uh, five... Uh, Eight uh, one one uh, Johnson Street, uh, Hollywood, Florida, three 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 zero two one. Magali, if I understood correctly, is your current home address fifty eight eleven Johnson Street, Florida, uh, city of Hollywood, and your zip code three three zero fifteen. Uh, three, can you repeat, please? What is your zip code? Oh, three, 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 no, three, three, uh, zero, uh, no, three, three, uh, three, two, three, three, zero, two, one. Perfect. Okay, now we clear with your current home address. And tell me, Magali, when did you move under your current home address? Long time ago. Long time ago. Officer. Would you please be more specific? Uh, yes. Uh, la, uh, November uh, 2nd, uh, uh, two, two zero two, 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 two zero two 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 zero zero two 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 uh, two oh two. Thank you very much, Magali. And tell me, um, what was your previous address? And no, uh, only house, this. Okay. And what is your mailing address? Uh, excuse me? What is your mailing address when you get your mail? Yes, mail in home. The same address, 5811 Johnson Street, Hollywood, Florida. Your yes. zip code 33020. Yes. yes? Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you yes. very much. So, Raisa, in here you can tell about the insecurity and the false um, situation that I was like uh, into just because English uh, became such a complicated and, and complex when precision is not part of my... Uh, answers. So in this uh, real world, the number one issue is understanding English. And even though we are close to know our addresses, 
you can tell a high difficulty from our community to answer numerically the address where people live. Yes, Magali, I believe today we touch very important part of N400 application, your current, previous and prior addresses and date, when did you move under one address to other address and how long did you live under one address or previous address or current address? That is very important questions and uh, I hope our students, they learn today well and they're not going to have any problem during their interview. I agree with you, Raisa, and I hope uh, you can listen this podcast as many times as you can. And this is one of the best ways to continue studying and preparing yourself for such an important event that is your day of your interview. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us. We keep in touch for our next and upcoming podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you, Magali, very much for keep teaching us. Thank you. Bye-bye.